I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, 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 everyone. Hello, Soul Lights. You're going to hear me getting my tea in the background. Uh, If you're new to this podcast, welcome. Great to have you here. I hope you will um, subscribe. Um, You can actually subscribe through Blog Talk, but love to have you subscribe on YouTube because we're getting a nice connection there so that when I begin doing um, live over there that you'll get the notifications. And also, I really, really hope that everyone listening, every single one of you will subscribe to Soul Insights and Tarot. Really wanting to uh, bridge this community and that community so we have one big soul path community. So Soul Insights and Tarot, um, you can get a lot of support there. Uh, in pick a card and readings, many downloads, meditations in the in the readings, um, also alignment meditations. So that would be great. And also, if you want to do a deeper dive into metaphysics, spiritualism, and spirituality, all things occult and esoteric and transpersonal, psychological, um, connect with me on Patreon to do that. And, of course, Instagram. Love to have you over on Instagram as well. So, hello. Um, if you're listening by phone, that's great. If you're wondering how to listen by phone and how to call in, that number is 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. So I, I see a lot of people listening by phone. Hi, everyone in chat and listening by phone. But now, if you do have a question or a comment, you need to press 1. Make sure you press 1 on the keypad. That lets me know that you have a question or a comment. So I just put that in the chat. Alrighty. So um, I'm really excited to have back Daniel Fiverson, Evolutionary Astrologers, coming on about 1245. Um, He's going to be talking about this uh, lunar eclipse, full moon, obviously, in Scorpio, lunar eclipse. And we'll talk eclipse cycles. Um, I'm going to share a bit on that, but more from the Akashic um, level of what's going on. So the soul, evolutionary astrology does look at the soul. but let's say more from what's going on in the spirit realm. What's going on right now energetically? And also definitely answer your calls, 347-539-5122. 
347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. Okay, gang, also, if you hear me a little funny, and I may have to mute a bit because I've been coughing. I've had a cough. I did two, um, some of you may not know, but I do uh, house cleansing and clearing, and um, it can take a lot out of me, and I can tend to funnel or channel the info. Uh, but I've been traveling also, putting a lot out. Who knows? This eclipse, a purge. So um, those of you that ever need that, yes, it's a two-part process for me, two days. Uh, the first day I tune in, remote view the location, connect in with any spirits that are present or notice if there's actual spirits present or is it thought forms that are animated, um, is it, in human body form, people that are putting the negativity, the negative energy towards the house, the home, the building, the business, or whatever the location. And then the second day, and then I prepare the, the day before with certain potions, mixtures that I, I make um, and get my sh- shamanic bundle together, everything that I'm going to use. And then there's the day on site. Um, and then I lately, what I've been doing also, depending, it depends on the what I, who I'm, the house that I'm clearing or what's going on. But I also like to do any of the people in the house or the main person in the house uh, do the energy work or clearing um, the energy. And and you know everything is energy, and we're like one big chakra of the world and universe, and we have many chakras or ley lines or energy points, vortexes within us, vortices, and so do, you know, homes, uh, so does property, buildings, homes, sacred sites. Everything holds a vibrational template as well as a design, just like we do. So I really energetically get in there. And it's funny, someone asked me, they're like, oh, you're just going to go over there and smudge. And I'm like, no, actually smudging doesn't work. If you don't get in there energetically and get in through the etheric uh, astral plane uh you have to get into to to properly clear something you have to get in there energetically just like channeling just like being a psychic medium you have to get in there into the energy and be open and i absolutely love doing it because i get to connect i meet amazing people for one thing um on this level this dimension but also in the spirit realm you know whether they're trapped or can't go on or you know they'll give me information like one of the houses that had to do with inheritance and somebody feeling that they were owed that house um for caretaking and so you got to remember too it's not just spirit those that are not in physical form or denser physical form they're the what's left is really a holographic image um and in that situation uh, the person um, felt bad, the one that had passed on and didn't leave the house to this other person. Another situation that I did did have to do with someone that had crossed over or passed on. There had been long illness and a, and a death, um, and they were just, you know, having trouble. You know, anyway, there was other things tied to that, but they were basically um, – not able to quite move on as as much you know and and i have found no matter what state someone is in they're always helpful and always glad uh to some degree once you work with them for a while to to move on 
you know everything is everything is connected um, yeah and speaking of that if you um ever need or want something like that it's good to do with a house blessing too uh i can add i add that in you can always email me at info at soulplayground.life info at soulplayground.life and that will uh good to see everyone in the chat yeah so again, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number, and press one on the keypad to get in the queue. So I'm going to just share a little bit here from tuning in, like where we're at, um, where many people are at in this great awakening, this time of awakening. Um, in fact, I saw something. I think it's Mickey Willis coming out with a film. The Great Awakening, and it's funny. In 2011, I believe, I came out with a course on Daily Ohm called The Great Awakening or Great Soul Awakening, which is really not the soul awakening, but we are awakening this dimension to the soul. And since 2006, I have been talking about The Great Awakening, sharing, teaching on what that, what that is and how it's awakenings. It's awakening in all sectors, all areas of life. And, um, yeah, so it's just interesting to see how that is kind of catching on. You can even hear it in, the, in like, the mainstream or nomenclature, vernacular, mainstream buzz, pop culture, what people are talking about, whether well, they're awakening to this or they're awakening to that. And, and that's spirit coming through in these various areas. And, and once we understand that, we know really what to look at and where we're at. And where you're and where you're at, if you you can look and see where you're at in your awakening process, as well as the collective awakening process. So some of the messaging that I've been getting from the Oversouls and the spiritual hierarchy who've guided me through this, as well as God Source Energy, but it's all God Energy, um, just manifested in different ways for different purposes. And so there is a guiding force, a guiding principle, a planetary principle of energy, energetic beings that do guide us if we're open to it. Or or there are different people planted around the world that have this information kind of earlier to give people a heads up, to guide and say, this is what's going on, this is where we're going. Kind of like when you're on a hike, you might have the person at the head of the hike and someone else may go ahead, like a lookout, ahead to say, okay, you know, that trail we were going to take, now there's a tree fallen and, you know, it might be fun to climb over it or we can climb over the boulders or there's another road that they made that, you know, depending on how hard of a hike we want. And, and that's something I would ask you all to consider is how hard of a hike do you want? So we are at a crossroads and right now, where a lot of our codes, in fact, I think end of May I'm going to be doing a, a workshop on this, on the key codes. There are a lot of key codes that are starting to de decode it or go off, if you will. It's like think of numerical um, coding, vibrational coding, and, and key codes are main codes that open different um, 
key openings or, or doorways, if you will. And we all have complementary ones to e- each other or complementary ones that are more active. And so those are starting to go off now uh, within us, and we're, we're starting to like beep. It's kind of like our own GPS as well as compass, right, where we're, where we're beeping. You know, you ever been backing up in the cars, beep, 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 or you see a truck, beep, 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 and you get closer to something, and it's beep, 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 beep. So that's starting to go off. And for some people, you're getting the beep, 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 beep. You know, it's going faster, fat, like you're getting close, you're getting close. Um, or also about what's that kid's game, you know, hot or cold, getting hotter, getting hotter. So part of what it's teaching everyone and, and, and giving us the access point of accessing through the higher vibrational frequency of us, which is the, the, the soul self or the, the higher self that's seamlessly connected to the soul, but to follow resonance and coherence and, and to begin to the deeper emotional clearing, which I do feel that this, um, eclipse, this lunar eclipse has a lot to do with that deep dive emotional clearing, um, that energy in motion. And partly, you know, it is in Scorpio, which is hitting the south node. Um, and I don't always look at south node or, or because uh, I look at everything as a continuum, I don't always look at south node or or Scorpio, it's it's not just the surgeon. Everybody focuses a lot on Scorpio about letting go, or you got to let go, you got to cut this out. Yeah, it's a, but it's also the occult. And so, where and how are you getting occult or hidden information, or information that's more vibrational, right? Pluto and ruling um, Scorpio, and traditional or earlier ruler Mars. Mars is an interesting sign. It's not just free-floating energy. Mars energy is very directed. It's a very specific way of how you navigate through the world. So where you're, what your Mars is in, you know, what sign and what house is going to determine a lot. Like my Mars is in Virgo, and it's in, it's in the 12th house. So I have to navigate very much in a Piscean way. Otherwise, things don't happen. And I've, I've had a couple of astrology teachers that had Mars in that in the twelfth, and specifically one that had Mars in Virgo in the twelfth, and um, other people that I've run across that had Mars in the twelfth, and they said they learned early on you can't push your will. You can have an idea, but it's very much coming from spirit or the spirit realm of how you navigate, and it brings up having faith, surrendering to something greater, to get into that greater flow. Now, someone with, let's say, Mars in Aries, you know, Mars in Leo or Mars in the first house, you know, Mars in the tenth house, they're going to have a whole different experience. So you, right now it's really important to look in, honestly with, with self-transparency of how do I best navigate and how do I align more to my true nature. And so it does take a m- more awareness you know, more consciousness, more higher awareness and understanding to not kid oneself, um, to step back and go, you know, when I do ABC, things are much better. They might be slower, but they're much better. They're, I'm much more aligned. Because what's happening now is we're really getting set up for some kind of propulsion into our life, whether it's into our gifts, a leadership position, whether it's your own leadership of yourself or those around you, or it could be family, and many people it's going to be something more public. 
um, it's, it is about actualizing, you know, realizing and then actualizing what you know on a soul level and what you're meant to do. And so it, in a way, it, it is like, you know, being benched, like you still have to go to practice in sports, you know, or you're a dancer, but you're, you know, you're, you're third line or fourth line, and so you don't get on the stage a lot. Or you feel like, you know, or you, you, know, you still have to go and do dance. You still have to go to dance practice. You know, you still have to go to soccer or football, whatever. You still have to go. You still have to prepare. So we've been doing a lot of preparation. That's really what I want to communicate before we get to callers, is we've been doing a lot of preparation, preparation, preparation. And it doesn't matter how much life experience you've had, how much you've been doing. It's like, is it is enough? of the templates, the overlays that have been put on you, is enough of that removed or dissolved enough, the veils, so that you're more in the original soul design. In other words, you have more potent spiritual energy, less diluted spiritual energy, and you will be put to use, a greater use than you have experienced before. But it is going to, it means that we also have to insert ourselves more in our life. In other words, take more of a key position in our life and have that understanding that we're not just in service to other people or to a, you know, a great, the greater idea that we're all in service to is ourselves, is our soul. So how do we insert ourselves more into our life? And it's not in the old, especially that this is, I would say, as when Pluto goes into Aquarius, especially next year, this will be more seen. You know, I had someone ask me uh, the other day, like, that, what are we here for? About, you know, and they were talking about learning lessons. I said, well, no, we're not actually here to, about learning lessons. Learning is a byproduct. You see that with a child. You see that with animal beings. They learn. You know, squirrels learn where the nuts are. They didn't come here to find to to say oh we're incarnating to learn about nuts and how to find nuts no that's sustenance so we that's where the innate infinite intelligence of the all that is of god of the universe so we are intelligent and create and, and in that innate and infinite intelligence is a creative principle it, it, we're we as the human design the soul human design the soul being we have reflecting consciousness so we're able to change or mitigate in our manifestations. We're able to reflect and, and, and make decisions uh, that can affect the trajectory. But even a squirrel can't, because if they're not able to get the nuts one place, they'll go someplace else, right? It's about survival. So the squirrel's here just to be its squirrel self. We're here simply to manifest and express as a soul being and all that that means. But that's first and foremost. So you are going to see a, a shift, and some people might think, oh, my God, it's selfish, or I'm being selfish, or I'm not used to this, or people are being more selfish. No, that was the original design, not to be enslaved. All these stories about enslavement and the creation of master and slave, power over, being underpowered, all of this narrative has, not, is, has been a perversion or misuse of power and therefore empowerment. And it comes because of that original separation, feeling separate from source, original source, that we had to have other sources or we had to do certain things to have that source of sustenance, whatever that was, be it food, money, a place to stay, or, or feeling safe. 
So many people are going to start feeling a direct connection to source and getting their needs met from source. Like I've had some amazing things in my life, and I – I thank the people, obviously, that come through people, but I always thank Source or God. I thank God for expressing that through that person or letting that person be that vehicle or channel. Really important to do that because everything is coming from that Source. All that is, infinite intelligence, God, it's all coming from there through people and situations and and their interconnectedness. They're just getting the awakening, you know, to to do something. And they're being the vehicle or the vessel, the channel. But we always want to connect it back to the original source because that's where our true power or empowerment is. The, The smaller sources or human sources or circumstantial sources, the job, uh, the situation, the relationship, that can change. Those sources will not always be available. They may still be around us, but maybe they're busy, maybe they're tired, maybe they're sick. You know. However, when we connect into the original source, the main frame, you know, the main frame of the network, the, main, the big satellite all satellites come from, that's when our empowerment or our power gets less and less diluted. We get more potent-sized. And I do, I do predict that people will be manifesting more from that source through the mental realm and drawing in what they need just by visualizing it or envisioning it, much more than I'm taught we do now. You know, it can be even instant manifestations of things. This is where we're going. This is the game-changer and I would say, eh, it's not a little bit 2024, but I would say somewhere between 2025 and 2027. You're going to start seeing occurrences of this, maybe even miracles. Now, I have experienced that. I always ask for more of that. It's usually in a session or when I'm working with someone. Um, I did manifest a car recently, um, which is amazing how that it all came about. Um, I've known of people that have manifested a beach house <laughs> as a gift. So it's possible, it's plausible, it for sure can happen, but we, we have to align to the main source of power or empowerment and reclaim our abilities as creator, as creator beings, creator cells. You know, we have creator cells within us biologically, and we are those creator cells of the world, the universe. So I do feel that these moving more into that, the mental realm, the the realm of air and fire has a lot to do with spirit, fire being spirit, as we have these, um, the nodal access will be changing and even the planetary changing. We're moving a lot into more air sign and fire sign um, placements. I, I do feel like that is a lot of the um, – it's a, just another lens or a way to interpret what's happening in the Akash, the, the changes that are taking place, so that we are more whole beings, galactic beings, interdimensional beings, right, starseed beings. It, it's like recouping, reclaiming, recovering our interdimensional, transdimensional uh, DNA, 
history and roots. So there is a lot opening up for people right now. If you pause and you hear our guests, a lot of our guests keep talking about you got to pause, you got to pull back, you got to contemplate, you got to slow down. Yes, on the denser physical level, we need to slow down because the energies that are coursing through us and the world, the earth, the universe at this time, the very fabric of the earth is speeding up. The earth has become much more electrical. We need to be more magnetic. We need to be more in the void, in the pause to receive the impulses, the, the downloads, the messaging, the, the imp- really their impulses. We need to, the electrical impulse. We need to receive the direction of the, you know, we need to be a big basket, you know, the holy grail, a big open chalice to receive. And it can be a bit of a challenge because on this dimension, when the earth plane, the game has been do, 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 make happen, make happen. Um, but that's when you're creating from wounding out of fear or you're creating from an ego level. And so when you're creating from the spirit level, there is no time. It's a 11th hour or a holy instant. And so you go, move into that timelessness that can seem like forever time or just timeless, like happening very quickly. There's a different concept. It's more about timing. So we really are getting this referencing and re-referencing, reframing of who and who and what we are, and that's part of the reason I say don't ask yourself who am I, who am I. You are a spiritual being. Your spirit in form, you know, with a soul. Your spirit in a in a form. Now ask yourself where and how do I want to express this? How do you want to express you? Where and how? And that's going to lead you to the greatest places on your soul path. And so a lot is changing, you know, in the next five to ten years. There's a lot that's changing in the very fabric of our earthly nature and structures. And a lot is going to be coming through in the mental realm to make these changes, to move and to create different systems from which to experience and express through different ideologies. Some will be in altering the present system, but many will come in adjunct or parallel systems, parallel groups, parallel communities, parallel universes, if you will, within this universe, different ways of living and being and expressing that ultimately will coalesce and have to find connection points in which to coexist. But until then, there will be this separating out. We've got, okay, Bob's saying hiked hard, now more into the intuition. Yes, propulsion sounds good too, yes. Um, Bob, we have intelligence of all that is. May I quote you on Facebook and Twitter? Oh, yeah, Bob, sure, yes. I promise to not call heaven a server farm. (laughs) Yes, Bob, I love that, okay. All right, let's get to callers, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. Um, If you have a question, a comment, or you want a reading, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad, and then we have our guests coming on in a few minutes. They put this flag, those big ones, into the raptor. Into the, the raptor. Okay, I think he's having his own. Hello. Hello. Yeah, hi. Hi. You're on air. I'm gonna, 
Listen, my name is Maria. Yeah, I call Maria. it from New York. Okay. If you send me a message from my husband, I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, from your husband? Yes. Ah, Please. Maria. Okay. Mm, okay. First of all, he's he's definitely with you. And what the one thing that I'm getting is you've had a lot of anxiety. There's something that you're anxious about. He's he's feeling that, and he's saying not to be that he's there with you, not to feel um, anxious. There's also something about flowers, flowers on the windowsill, or putting flowers there, and being more around the flowers or garden. Something that that calms you. I'm also seeing in the background rosary beads with him. He is saying you are going to be making a trip. I do see a daughter, perhaps a daughter, a, a younger female, that he's showing me that you need to uh, – don't worry about her. She's doing fine, he says. And he's saying he is there with you, uh, yeah, like you daughter. are there for him. Your daughter? Okay. You have a daughter? Older daughter, right? One daughter I got yeah, okay. Um the best an old I, well, older, older, not not a teeny teenager. Um no, the thing I'm getting didn't. the message I'm getting from him to tap in very quickly cuz um this is just a quick message. I feel his energy is wanting to soothe you and take care of you and he's saying it's it's okay, it's going to be okay. Uh you're going to go have pay- he wants you to do something or, or, or more around the house or get out of the house. Uh, he's telling me you're waiting to go. I know you're going to go or you're waiting to go, but you need to do more. So he's really wanting well, to do I'm going to die. No, no. I feel you could be going, moving or tra- going somewhere with your daughter or your daughter's going to yeah. help you do I something. Wanna, i got to go in Italy. Yes, but he's saying you have to, you're waiting. I don't know why. He's saying you're waiting for something, you're waiting. The message he has for you is to relax, to calm down, to, to go out, to, to do more out of the house, to go to the, to the garden. I, I, there's something about this garden. I don't know if it's a church garden. I don't know. But there's something about going out, seeing the flowers. And if you do more, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more calm, he's saying. You're going to feel more calm. The, the and internet, I can talk to you, please. Give me one minute. I can explain yes. it to you, please. Uh, the the listening mouse says, I'm very upset. He wanted me to come and down. I do the trip and everything. You know what happened? I got the water in my, my ceiling, the, my living room, all over the sun. Mm-hmm. Sunday, it coming down a lot of water. They got a panel, they're not very good, and needed to figure the roof, all of the roof in the house. So I got Maybe to that's fight. why he's wanting you to get out. So, he, again, I, I've got to go to see we have other callers, but it feels like what he's showing me is there's a lot of concern, a lot of worry, but you have yeah, to wait I, to get things done. So I don't know if it's this ha- what you're telling me with the roof, if you have to wait for that. So you need to get out of the house. To take a break, like oh, take a breath, yeah. go look at flowers, go look at you know, go. He yeah, yeah, love yeah. flowers. 
Yeah, of, because uh, you're, you're worrying too much. So, yes, he's hearing your prayers and feeling your energy, and he's coming to calm you and saying, you, whatever it is you're going through, there's a lot of waiting involved. You have to wait for the the approval, wait for the person. There's a, so right. he wants you to do other things, not just sit in the house and, and right, be upset right, and right. worry. Yes. Well, that's what he says, the rosary. But yeah. you've got to also get pray, do the rosary, but get out of the house also. All right, Maria, I will okay. also put you in our prayer uh, circle. Uh, thank you. Thank Lots you so much. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You. Big hug. Right. Much peace. Thank Bye-bye. you. I love you. God bless Lots of love and light. God bless. All right. Do we have any callers? 347-539-5122. And also anyone in the chat have any messages? Okay, we had other callers here. Well, then I'm going to see if our guest is on, and we'll, maybe we'll bring him on sooner. I can, I can rest my throat a little bit from my clearing session. I'm doing my bee immune throat spray with propolis, beekeepers naturals. So, okay. Oh, all right. Let's see. I think he is here. All right. So we do have Daniel on earlier with us. Okay, now I think we're going to open it up to questions, relevant questions. Don't ask him to do your whole chart or something so, you know, uh, convoluted. Let's be mindful here. Um, But, yeah, but he will be taking uh, callers' questions, as will I. So we'll kind of tag team here and just play by ear and see what's going on. So, for those of you that are just joining us, we have Daniel Fiverson with us, evolutionary astrologer. Um, he's also in the Awakenings uh, group on Facebook. Get his, give, we'll get him to give you his uh, details as how to connect with him. And let's bring Daniel on. Hey, Daniel. Welcome. Hey, Michelle. How are you? Hey. Good to talk to you. Good to connect. All, with all this change, I'm very curious as to what you're uh, seeing. But before we start, before we start, let's just let people know a little bit about you and what is evolutionary astrology, because I know there's different, you know, adjuncts of astrology, different disciplines or focuses within that discipline of astrology. So if you could give us just a little bit of a background before we um, dive in. You know, I know you're trained in the Jeffrey Wolf green school as well um but let's just give people a little bit of a background of you and then what exactly is evolutionary astrology and how is it a little bit more uh, how would you say it's a different from mundane uh, astrology well, I, I i think it's i think it's absolutely parallel to everything you've been talking about because it's, oh, a, it's a recognition really? it's a recognition that we we are soul entities that that ah. we are part of something much greater than ourselves, and and okay. it, it is that intera- that interaction with our higher self, if you would, or our, our soul. Uh, there's so many ways that we can frame it that really is is what we're about. That that we're 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 not you know the physical bodies with you know blood and guts and bones. We're we're energy. We're spirit. And uh, it's a a type of astrology that actually deals with that level of our, you know, of who we are. Um, And it's, and it's very contextual. You know, the work, the work that I do is, is, is contextual. It's not, everybody, you know, knows, um, you know, pretty much a lot of, a lot of sun sign astrology, but we're not necessarily always our sun sign. 
Um, right. And it's a reason why so a, a lot of people sleep, right? A lot, a lot of people oh. just fall away from astrology because they say, "Oh, well, I'm not really like that," uh, be, yeah. because we're much more complex. We're much more complex than that. The, the, the baby that was born, you know, that was in the incubator next to us. Um, 99 times out of 100, had 100, you know, had a, had a major, different life life path than we did, and and it's because you know of of, of the consciousness of who we are. Um, there's many many you know, the layers of consciousness, if you would, um, and you know without without sounding like it's you know judgmental because it's not. You know, we move along an evolutionary path of, of, of learning to be more conscious. But it's really about our soul learning about itself through us. Um, and we're, we're just down here, you know, boots on the ground, you know, having, having the, the actual human life experiences, but it's our soul which is progressing. So it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, kind, it's kind of how it works. Yeah. Boy, that's so true, though, the level of consciousness and also the level or layer of, you know, the what octave or harmonic of a certain sign is being expressed. Is it the lower, the mid, the higher, you know, and and, and the, we could say also the planetary influence is how are we handling that that energy or that, that, that power? How are we handling that aspect of ourselves, however you want to bring it back? Um, and of course, we can sometimes not handle something so well or be in a lower harmonic, and then we can, as you say, evolve, we can grow and become more aware, more understanding, more awake, more conscious, and, and, and then access more consciousness. Um, now, is this similar, would you say, to, because I study soul centered astrology, are there similarities um, overlaying? I'm not, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what soul centered is, but I'm, I'm sure that it is. You know the way the mm-hmm. way that our charts work. The way that our charts work is the consciousness that's brought to it. You know when I when I when you look at a chart, a chart is a two-dimensional, uh, uh, you know, thing. It's it's time and space. But there's a third dimension that's brought to that chart, kind of as a perpendicular coming into the center, which is which is the consciousness that's brought to it. Uh, the example I like to use is you know perhaps somebody with with uh, the moon in Pisces. That's somebody who could be an alcoholic, or or could be someone who is who's a, a highly intuitive and, and a poet. But there's no yeah. there's, the chart that the chart doesn't tell you that. The chart will not tell you that. The chart will only show you what the archetypes are, but not have that archetype is working. Uh, one of the issues I've always had for many years with with astrology in general is that it's too narrowly defined. People say, "Well, Aries is this and Taurus is that." Well, yeah. it's 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 it, it, it has no bounds on either on either end of the spectrum. It, it can be from something that's purely spiritual to something that's purely um, you know earthbound and anywhere in between. But the thing is, we we are all a mix. We, we all have a different mix of each of these archetypes within us, and some of them we have worked on for many lifetimes, and some of them are the lessons that we're working on in this lifetime. And, and so we're all moving along this, this evolutionary spectrum, this, this, this line of, of development, um, to, to really learn about, you know, who we are. Mm, I agree. And the emotional aspect. So I feel once we know more about, let's say, within our chart, these 
planetary aspects, if you will, um, we can understand where sometimes, like you mentioned, is it aspirational inspired thinking or does it go into, you know, delusion, illusion or the isms, alcoholism and, you know, drugs. We can kind of look out for that and say, hmm, you know, I could be aware, I need to be aware of this or how do I channel or manage this energy or how do I access this energy? And so I do feel it can be a great tool to knowing ourselves, right? What are our pitfalls, yes. so to speak, and what are our um, our natural or easy gifts, I guess? Yeah, yes. It, it, but it, it's also retroactive in a way, Michelle, because it shows mm. us, you know, why we have done what we have done and why we have accomplished certain things and succeeded in certain areas and, and maybe not done as well in others. And, but mm, what, it really can, what, what, it can really ta- what it can really tell us is to not hate ourselves for whatever happened, to forgive ourselves and recognize that it was just the lesson that we needed, that we had to stumble and fall and pick ourselves up uh, in, in order to learn that, to, to do that process, if nothing else. Yeah. Boy, that, you know, that reminds me, and talk about uh, showing where you're going, because um, I don't know if you knew this, but a lot of people knew, you know, I did acting and modeling early in my career, and or my life here, I guess, <laughs> um, career life, whatever, as one of my careers, but I look. I would always, and even my agent would tell me, Michelle, to think this, to think a certain way. Instead of hobnobbing with the, the people that could get me the work, like if I would find, let's say, usually the makeup artist or somebody, you know, crew, they would be reading books like me or interested in astrology. Every set, everybody liked psychic, everybody wanted to know more about that, and then, you know, they would talk about what they were reading or situation. Well, I would naturally gravitate to that. Now, mind you, if the executive or the photographer was talking that way, I would have you know, gravitated to them, but most of the time they didn't or they didn't want to talk about it as much. And so I, I, when I was supposed to be like, you know, smoothing and hobnobbing to get more work, I was with the people that not necessarily could get me work and my agent would tell, you know, she'd call me on it, one of them in particular, every single time. And I would try to remember, I'd go, okay, okay, remember when you show up here, you're flown here, okay, okay, talk to this person more, and, and you know, I would try to, and then it would ever happen. And then I remember one of my uh, astrology teachers doing my chart and said, there is no way you would have not done that. There is no way in your chart that you would have cared about these other surface things, no matter how much you try. Because Daniel is almost like the interest. Something came over me. I would very much start out, okay, Michelle, you're going to ask him this, talk about this. And I would a little bit. And then, of course, I'd be in the makeup chair having a great conversation about past lives or astrology. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I'm like, oh, my God. And we'd talk and talk. And then we'd be in the middle of a conversation. And, okay, when I get back from set, we're going to talk about it more. We'd go to dinner as a crew. And who would I want to sit by? Bad person to have that conversation. (laughs) Right, 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 right. So you know, the, is that the, kind of the, what you're saying in a way that like we're in a way there's like a certain formatting or something? Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, yes. 
Uh, the planet Venus is, you know, it's lots of things. It's, it's, uh, it's what we're attracted to. It's sex. It's money. It's everything that's important to us and essential. But it's magnetism. And we are attracted mm. to people, and we're attracted to people and places that with with which we have a magnetic a, a, a frequency. There's a magnetic attraction between us. That that's who we're, we're drawn to, and that those are the places that we're drawn to, and the ideas, and and books, and and everything. It, it really comes from from that that uh, that is the, that's the true law of attraction. But that law of attraction is rooted in ourselves through a relationship with ourselves. It's, it's, it really depends on how we feel about ourselves. Do we love ourselves? Do we hate ourselves? You know, I, I, I have yet to meet somebody who either loved themselves unconditionally or hated themselves unconditionally. We're all, we're all somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. There's, there's parts of ourselves we, we, we're, not, we're not maybe not proud of or we're working on, and there's parts of ourselves that, you know, we like to get on the rooftop and, and scream about. But... Uh, it, it's, it, is, it is that magnetic attraction that really pulls us through life because, and, and you know, man plans and God laughs. Uh, we, 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 can, we can lay down all these, these intentions and, you know, I certainly very much believe in intentions, but we, we, we direct ourselves in a certain direction and then all of a sudden, some, sudden something just comes right out of left field at us. And we, we look at it, and we're just sucked into it. We just recognize we weren't looking for it, we didn't expect it, and all of a sudden it's just right there. And, you know, that's the way, that's the way it works. There, there's this serendipity to, to life that is, you know, to me is the fascination that we, we haven't got it all figured out, and we have to be open. We, we can't, you know, assume that we, you know, we, we're going to, you know, have this set all these intentions and that they're all going to come to pass because in some cases we may set, be setting ourselves up for disappointment, which, which is a setback. Uh, you, you understand what I'm saying, what, 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 what I'm trying to express? We, we have to yeah. be open. We, we have we, to be open. Have to, so have, in a way you're saying this is, in a way, it's like a guiding or navigating principle or you could use the chart or the aspects you know the the signs and planetary positions um you know within the house is going to highlight certain areas of our life or certain experiences kind of yes. in a way it sounds like ultimately no matter what that that's the kind of the maybe the override yes to a great degree that that's that really is true and as as we you know as we get older we begin to see the patterns we begin to recognize what it is that that has become important to us because you know by and large this is what's happening to the whole world right now it's really what we're all going through is is recognizing what's essential um, and it, it you know it it's it, it's really um, the the core from my perspective it's the core of what's happening between Pluto and Uranus um, it, it's it's just directing us towards a a, a future a horizon point if you would. That is is inevitable, you know, in one way or another. But we 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 have to just like we're going a tractor beam to some degree. And I was, I'm not I'm not I know I'm not expressing myself, and I apologize. But 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 this it's very magnetic, and and we we are in a magnetic field, and we respond to it from our subconscious more than our conscious awareness. That I definitely agree with, yes. So I do feel in a way it's aligning more to that. 
Now, I do feel that the aspects, um, and I kind of want to dive into this, whether it's the uh, definitely the nodal, you know, access points, or um, and and obviously we're talking about the the uh, eclipses, those cycles that happen as, as redirection or reorientation. It seems that the understanding, like you, how you and I are talking right now, that that's going to be more of an emphasis or taking more into account. Almost like I want to say, like, it seems that the way we're being redirected, and you tell me what you think, you know, based on the astrology, and we can dive into that, that we're going to be less able to override, uh, maybe even veto, <laughs> override some of, or in a way, our true nature. Let's just put it that way. It, it feels like we're like this peeling, dismantling, emotionally clearing that, you know, that the the overriding because I do feel there's been a lot of that on this earth plane. Um, and I don't know if you see it with people that come to you. I know I see it with people that come to me that they've just overridden their, their, their lives by what people have told them or what's going to make them more successful or happy. And then a lot of times they get to a certain point and they're like, oh, my God, I always loved this and I was drawn to this, but my father told me this makes more money or my mom told me go in this direction or when I went to school I was told, you know, this is better than that. Do you see something like that, Daniel, in the astrology, if you want to dive into whether nodal access or also the eclipses? I know we're going to dive into the eclipses, um, particularly the lunar eclipse on May 5th. Um, do you feel that that's a part of what's happening? Yeah. I think you've, you've described it very well. But, you know, we all come in with, with, uh, with, with social conditioning. We come in conditioned mm. by our parents, by our peers, by where we live, our friends growing up. And those, from my perspective, are, is what we have brought in with us from the past. We're, we're still working with what, what came before, but we're moving forward and, in most cases, away from it. But we can't, we can't move away until we recognize what it is we're moving away from. So we have to experience it. Mm. We have, we're, we're like, you know, mm. you talk about emotions. Emotions is, uh, or is water. It's our emotional body. And water has to fill up every space it passes through in order to move on. And we have to do the same thing. There's no, we, we can't skip over, you know, there's lots of spiritual bypass in the world. And, and I'm going to, I don't want, we could do a whole show on it. Um, it's become one of my favorite, you know, topics of, of things that I'm really upset about. But we can't skip anything. We have, we have to move forward step by step and move through every situation and every experience and fully engage with it and fully get, become absorbed in it. In, in order to, to move past it and learn from it. Um, and they don't all have to be, you know, difficult. Um, but the challenge is, is what really, you know, moves us forward. When things are too easy, we don't make any progress. So, you know, there's a value to, you know, to the squares and the oppositions. And, and, and you know, they, 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 that, people who have too many trines in their chart, everybody says, oh, I have this great grand trine, and they get all, you know, excited about it. Well, the grand trines can make you a, to a couch potato because, because trines, everything yeah. just seems to happen or pass, or pass unnoticed. When you have a square, 
you know something's going on, and you have yeah. to respond to it one, one way or another. Sometimes it takes two or three times of that square to happen in your natal chart for you to realize what you, how you need to work with it. But that's, that's why we're here. This is, the earth is a soul school. And, and you know, we're here an infinite number of lifetimes, and, and in each one, we do learn something, we do move forward. Some we make more progress than others, but we're, we're always moving forward, we're always moving along that evolutionary trajectory, uh, you know, in, in, in baby steps. Yeah, those baby, everything is steps, everything is steps. Um, so let's talk a bit about what you see with this um, wonderful Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse that's taking place, which I do believe is the last one in Scorpio it, 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 for a while, right? That it, It's the com- completion or culmination of that uh, Taurus-Scorpio access for a while. Is that, I believe? Yes. It, yeah, the, the nodes the nodes are, are nearing the end of their their transit through uh, Taurus and Scorpio, and and they're going to be Aries and, and uh, Libra. You know, be, um, uh, I have the dates here. I know I tell you exactly. Let me look here for a second. Um, in actually in July, we're we're going to see a shift. So, mm. we're, we're, we're what do you think of that? Of that's this. kind of a that's kind of amazing, right? That's that's a very that's a to me, a big shift from going from Taurus Scorpio, which is all that fixed, a, a certain type of focus energy, and then we're go- and then you know, of course, we'll go into the the uh, Aries Libra. But is it ending with that that culmination point? Any thoughts of what we should what would be helpful to be working on or focused on or noticed individually? And then what do you see collectively? Well, again, we we have to work with the elements as we encounter them, and uh, the 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 fixed, the fixed energy is important because it it has given us the ability to get it grounded, and it has given mm. us the ability to to really kind of slow down a little bit and and you know take stock and see what's going on. Um, the the uh, cardinal energy that's coming in. Is going to is as you said. It's going to be a major shift, and it may be it may be hard to adjust to initially. Um, is you know especially when Neptune moves into Aries. You know we're we're seeing some yeah. major outer planet shifts in the next couple of years, and uh, they 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 are going to be difficult transitions. Uh, you know right now Neptune is in Pisces, that its own nice you know watery sign, very fluid. Uh, very intuitive, very deep, uh, but in Aries, it's it's going to be entirely different. And that shift, it's you know, that's actually like crossing the uh, the ascendant. It's it's crossing from the last uh, zodiacal sign uh, archetype to the first, to the primary one, of uh, going from total awareness, so to speak, from uh, total openness and um, 
sensuality and you know just emotional fullness, if you would, um, to to this impulsive, um, non-cognitive um, kind of you know Aries is totally non-cognitive. We, you know we come into the world you know as, as as human beings we come into the world with our eyes wide open head first, you know, not even knowing if somebody will be there to catch us. That, that's, yeah. that's a, a perfect, <laughs> perfect Aries image. Um, and and this, is, this is what we're moving into. And Neptune is going to be there for quite some time. Um, so it's, it's really, there's really going to be some dramatic changes. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm quite uncomfortable with a lot of the world events, a lot of what's going mm-hmm. on in the world. I, I, I see, I see the, you know, out into the distance where we're headed, but yeah. we're we're move, we're moving through the narrows, Michelle. We're moving through this space. Oh, where, I know. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody's hoping you know things are going to get better and easier, and uh, I I just don't no. see that happening in the immediate future. And no, and so we I have to either. adjust. We have, but it but it's whipping us into shape. It 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 is it is making us aware of. Issues that maybe have gone on for six thousand years or more. Uh, we're, we're having to deal with, you know, patriarchy and and um, just a lot of, you know, the, the abuse in the world. So people are acting out um, in their own way, some way of either holding on to what it is that they need to feel their own sense of self. And, and others who are working, you know, overtime, you know, really to begin to heal some of this. And it, 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 it's a huge, huge divisive polarity that we're seeing everywhere, politically, socially, you know, economically, um, geographically. It's, it's, it's huge. Um, so it, it, it's kind of like the atom splitting apart in order to, you know, reform into something new. It, there's, there's this huge... Um, Kind of like cells, you know, dividing. I don't, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not sure how else to describe it. But we're we're right smack in the middle of it, and and we're we're caught. You know, it's almost as if we're standing on the street, and there was an earthquake down the street, and the, our legs are spreading as the street spreads apart. You know, where where do we fall? So yeah. It, uh, I also think to your point, you know, when we talked about the octaves or whatever, you know, the lower, mid, and higher, let's say, of, of, of signs or planetary, you know, connection and connecting to that type of power, um, I feel like a lot of what's happening is, is and you talked about baby steps, is, is the lower level um, people acting from either wounding or reacting or from ego, you know, um, and trying to access the soul, but it's a baby step to what is the soul. I think some people are really starting to feel the power, but it's not yet really empowered, you know, or power from empowerment. You know, it's still usury, power over. Um, right. So yeah, I think we're. I think we have to live or go th- go through that. Um, you know, until we're saturated with an until we're saturated with an experience, we haven't learned anything from it, and that's and we're yeah. now moving through that saturation phase where we're being saturated with all this misogyny and all these things that that we know you know are not you know good for uh, human development, but we yeah. have to go through it because there's still too many souls you know working it out who haven't yeah. yet come to the realization that they need. Right, right. Yes. Um, 
that's it, the acting it out. Yeah, and I think people, now I don't know if you go into this from an astrological point of view, you probably do, but the vibration. So we don't have anything on the planet that isn't, there's, there's got to be a lot of correspondence, enough corresponding energy, enough vibration, resonance, coherence, you know, the thought forms from there, you know, and then the physical form. So I like what you're saying. Yeah, it, 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 a lot are wor- still working it out. Um, and so a lot of what we have is still here or it's coming up and out a lot more. You know, a lot culminating, coming out more, coming out more, more and more extreme. Um, to I think not just see it, but to somehow work it out. I mean, there is something on this planet that things have to be right worked out or lived out. It seems. Right. Well, what you know, when we have an illness in our body, we develop a fever, and it's the fever mm-hmm. that 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 heals us. And that's exactly what we're going through. We're, we're going through this, you know, I don't want to say this mass kind of spiritual COVID experience, but, it, you know, COVID is, is a perfect example of, of, you know, what has, you know, been, been running through our society where, where, there, where this disease is running rampant. And, you know, even though they say the pandemic is over, it's not. And still, plenty of people, you know, getting sick. And uh, the, but the point being is that we have to, we have to, we have to ha- have the fever in order to to heal ourselves. And we're in that fever state. Right. It's airy. Well, it's airy interesting fever. too. Airy, airy yeah. Airy, yeah, that's true. And that it, it's interesting too that there's um. I read this book. It's something dispelling Wetico, Paul Levy or Levy, L-E-V-Y, and it talks about the contagion or the mental virus, the virus of the mind. And we know how ideas are contagious. They're contagion, for better or worse. And I think that's another thing, which, by the way, not to jump ahead, I'm just wondering, um, I, I don't know, that gem, well, we're going to have maybe we have a Venus going into Gemini. I, I don't know. There seems to be some kind of disseminating factor of ideas. I don't know what you notice that planetarily. Um, I suppose on an individual to mass level, that could even be as Pluto going into Capricorn, rooting things out, you know, bringing things up. Um, but I, I do feel that's one thing we're all going to have to look at individually with ourselves and connecting to our personal truth or deeper understanding and what we're herded to do, what we're, we're, you know, doctrines or, you know, uh, talking points or narratives that we're given that we just take and say, okay, that's it, I believe that, when we haven't brought it inward. So I think that's working. I don't know if you, what, how, where would you see that or how do you see that working out astrologically? Well, it, it, it's Jupiter. It's, it's our it's our belief systems. Um, and ah. no question, it's Mercury. First of all, Mercury is retrograde, and it's a difficult retrograde because Pluto, Pluto is also about to go retrograde on uh, on Monday, and we're in the middle of two eclipses. I mean, we're, we we are passing through you know <laughs> and Charybdis. I mean, this, this is an odyssey, literally, that we're yeah. moving through. It's a, this is this yeah. is Greek mythology. Yeah. Um, very difficult, but you know, ideas are you know what, what we think is just an idea in our head. It's it, we, it's only true right. because we think it's we think it's true, 
and and it's the same thing with the belief. You know, beliefs beliefs you know really can be nothing more than a personal opinion that's been aggrandized into a way of being. Um, there's, there's a difference between Jupiter and and, and Neptune. You know, Neptune is is um, truly you know un, unconditional love. It's it, it is embracing you know everything. It, it, Neptune is so hard to encompass because it it is all inclusive and, and it, it includes us. We're smack in the middle of it, so we can't you know get any Aquarius you you know Uranian kind of objectivity and get it arm's length with it. So we're we're stuck in the middle. But Jupiter. Is is is, uh, is is clearly you know our our beliefs and we're seeing a clash of beliefs. Uh, the the people who want to you know take away all the um, the abortion abortion pills and and, and ban abortion that, that they they believe that that's their 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 sacred duty to to, to work towards that. Um, and and there's no way that you can convince them it's not. The, the United States has been going through a Neptune opposition now for about six or seven years. And that Neptune opposition is the clash of beliefs. It happened last during the American Civil War. Um, we're, we're really moving through, through repeats of history. Yeah, uh, we're coming up yeah. to we're coming up we're coming up to you know uh, astrological um, influences that that mirror the American Revolution. So uh, it, it's it's uh, you know history doesn't you know repeat, but it rhymes, and and we we are experiencing that rhyme. Mhm. So I feel that's a good because uh, yes, I do feel things are going to get a lot lot quote unquote maybe you could call it worse or extreme whether within people individually within themselves of being pulled in different directions or ideology, you know, whether swinging from one pole to the next and definitely it getting acted out in relationships and groups having these factions um, now, what's interesting, and, I, and again, I think it's going to be, you know, many years of this and very, you know, a lot of hardship and extreme, but also a lot of innovation through this um, and growth. It's even if you look at the whole idea of more of a, quote, unquote, Aquarian age, which, as you know, the lower level of Aquarius is cults, is this division. It is my way or the highway. It is shunning, ostracizing. Um, so to get to that point, if you look at it at a soul level where more people are able to live more individually, collectively, small groups, maybe more, you know, uh, tribal, or, or I, I don't mean it in the sense of clicky, but to have self, more... Self-organizing self organi self groups. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes, yes we've yes. got to go through this. Um, because I do feel, and it's interesting, I watch a lot of, um, you know, and listen to and, and watch a lot and do a lot of research on of varying uh, factions and groups of people. I will even listen to some people that their beliefs make me cringe, but I want to, I always interestingly find some truth or some interconnection. And that's probably because my Mercury and Sun is in the and is in the is in the eleventh house. <laughs> I've got Pluto conjunct my Sun and in Uranus uh, conjunct uh, my uh, Mercury and Leo, but it's in the eleventh house. So I I can be with differing people and opinions. I can be with very very diverse. I can even be with people that are racially against me and have a chat with them, and I'm I'm fine because that's their belief and whatever. 
but I do feel that at some point we're going to ha- there is going to have to be places and spaces like self-organizing, not just groups, but cities, maybe even parts of states like we have now. Because I yes. do feel the divide is. What do you think of that? Do you see that in this? I think that yes. the divide is going to get so extreme that that is what it's going to take. Ultimately, in the whole scheme of things, I think it's going to be a better, a better system. But in between, absolutely. Yeah. What do you What do you think of that, Daniel? Well, first of all, we get along so well because I'm also in eleventh house Mercury. Um, <laughs> Mercury's in Cancer in the eleventh house, but I it's, oh it's, it's same 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 way. <laughs> Right. I love it. But, but, what, but what you're describing is absolutely true. But the, 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 the concern that I have is what's going to cause the fractures that's going to yeah. necessitate the reassembly, you see? Well, I have that concern, too, and you can see it brewing. I, I definitely agree. It's, it's like right. we are going to be in the muck and mire till we get to, you know, there's another huge factor called Vladimir Putin and China and North Korea and Iran, okay? We, 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 yeah. You know, we live in a vacuum. We have never had a war on American soil, okay? Yeah, well, we will. I, I, I've seen the channel. <laughs> yeah, the channeled info and the big three coming together, by the way, will be China, Russia, and the United States. And, Bi- and Biden's threatening them. Biden, Biden is, is, has told Russia that we have this special nuclear technology in Ukraine, and they better leave it alone. You know, I mean, yeah. like, I, I, I think, what is he taunting them? I, I don't understand. In the meantime, yeah. the Chinese on a daily basis are rehearsing invading Taiwan. So, yeah. But you know what? I got to tell you, I think all that is distraction, because I have clients that are very... Um, let's just say in very high levels, you would read about them or the people that they're working with, whether governmentally or in finance and, um, you know, investments in large companies. And I remember the 90s, everything was Chinese, and I was living in Encinitas. So much was being bought up by the Chinese, and, of course, we know that we owe China a lot of money, government, you know, governmentally. Um because I remember when things people were learning Spanish and French, and then all of a sudden with my clients, I'm like hearing Chinese and they're, you know, uh, Mandarin, and, and they're sending their kids to, you know, Mandarin schools where they're, you know, learning all in China because that's where things are going. And then at a certain point, I started hearing Russia, Russian, Russian, Russian. And what I was told and that – not just the Chinese, but the Russians, because in Russia is the you know number one place on the black market of um, billionaires, has the most made billionaires you know off the black market. So and of course everything has to be funneled through Putin. Um, right. You know you don't make money and get to keep it. But not only do have they helped out the United States, but a lot of businesses are Russian owned here. They just change the names because it. You know, because of what the American people, we we still are kind of in the Cold War mentality of fearing Russia. But our government does business with everyone. So I think this kind of stuff is a smoke and mirror to keep us more confused and more divided. 
because if you look at that, the Kabul, Bilderberg, whatever, they're they're Republican and they're all, they're everything. They're Republican, they're Democrat. Right now the Democrats, the woke, they're getting the the bad thing. I remember in the 90s when it was the Republicans because of rap music and trying to censor um, also, the you know, I don't I wasn't around during McCarthy, obviously, but I do remember, you know, researching, reading about that. So I feel that all of this, I feel like the big cosmic joke, Daniel, is going to be when people realize that they really got not only sold a bill of goods, but that all this believing in left and right and Tory and liberal and labor part, all this division has suited, because what it does is it keeps us disempowered. It keeps us not connected to the true source of our power empowerment and making decisions. We align with certain factions thinking they're going to save us, and then they don't. And, I mean, I had clients and friends that were so, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, pro one or the other, you know, I'm not stating, because to me all politicians really are about the same, because they're not really running the show. But I had so many clients and friends, and I had some good friends that were Trump. That like Trump was walking on water and floating, you know. You know, he was Moses on the hill and whatever. I mean, it was just. And then when he came back and started promoting, and I got to say V because we're we're going to upload this to uh, YouTube, and I, I can say I can say anything I want on BTR apparently for many years. But now that we're putting these shows on uh, YouTube, they, they censor. But, of course, he has some money invested in the V, and he took the V and liked the V and told other people to take the V all of a sudden. You know, and I just politely pointed out, I said, well, it's just interesting that he was, you know, the best thing since sliced bread, and now you're condemning or something came to him. And I go, we... And let me ask you this as a story, because then we do have a couple of questions in the chat I want to get to. Do you feel, and whether you want to call it the Kali Yuga, whether you want to call it the old Piscean paradigm or the low level of that, I feel, I'm going to get your take on this. I feel that we still are in the vestiges of idols, that we don't see our own individual empowerment, and we're still outsourcing our decisions and empowerment to those that we feel are going to save us, like the idols, like the stars, reality stars, celebrities, sports stars, government, um, I guess what you would call, right, authority figures. I don't know if that you would call that more Capricorn or, or the old Piscean era. I, I don't know. But it feels like that that we're going to have to have some stingers, to your point of things getting more intense, to wake people up to go, I was lied to, that people, I have to vet people better and not just make decisions by surface concerns. I, I, I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. You know, Pluto works three different ways. Pluto Pluto's about empowerment. So the, the way oh. that it generally works. Yeah, I didn't Pluto's know that. About empower, yes, Pluto's oh. about empowerment. I mean, it was just, it was discovered when atomic energy was discovered. Uh, we 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 work with Pluto in one of three ways: either we stand in our power, we learn to you know live in our own power, we give our power away, or we allow someone else to take our power. 
And, and generally, that's how Pluto works in, in, in many charts. And again, it depends on the, the consciousness of the individual of, of how they're working with their Pluto. You know, it, it's, mm. uh, you know, what, oh, what, what, yes. what, was, what, was, what was their early child? You know, I'm very Jungian in the sense of what was their childhood experience? What is it? What, yeah, what, what is the karmic, le- yeah. what are the karmic lessons they brought in with them? The, the, the social conditioning, the, the friends that they yeah. hang, hung out with in middle school, you know, that, that have taught them to be who they are as adults. Um, yeah. so, I was just contemplating you're, you're, that the other day, by the way. The middle school, you can tell a lot. Because we really don't change that much from middle school. That's a that the adolescent right. does the defining template there of yeah. So how much the culture, the society, our societal beliefs, the archetypal energy. How are you managing that? And I I, I so agree with you on that. So Pluto. So do you feel that's the transforming, or you say power? Or, yeah, that's true. Pluto deals with so power. Pluto, so, Pluto is Pluto. Pluto is the soul. Pluto is our mm-hmm. connection to our soul. It, Pluto's mm-hmm. hope is our DNA. It's our DNA. It's it's the karma we've brought with us. It's the curriculum of, of lessons that we are working on in this lifetime. That's all Pluto. Wow. Wow. So it really yeah, is thing, to some degree an inner revolution, first, though. It sounds the first like thing what you're I look saying. at in a chart. I don't. I don't. The entry point for a, a natal chart for me is not the sun and moon or the ascendant. It's Pluto. By the time mm. I'm done analyzing Pluto, I've got the whole chart. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I love Pluto, by the way. It can be, <laughs> but I. I don't know. There's something. No, very profound and definite. Because definite... you are cent- you're centered in your own power. It's 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 why you are who you are in the world. Because you 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 are you are that power within you. And I would imagine you've had you know a lot of lessons where you have learned to hold on to it or to, to take it back. Yeah, or I didn't realize I had it for so long, but other other people did externally. So I had to learn how to. Oh, that's what this, you know, Pluto conjunct my son in the eleventh. It's like, oh, that's what this is. Even as a small child, you know, right, <laughs> you can imagine right, with the family. Right. I was teaching them that, or they were coming to me for answers. Okay, we got a question. What is important to look at for the next six months? Is there? Um, Looking at, let's see, any big things to look at? Well, I think by we, what we, I'm seeing for you, say, yeah. uh, uh, Dan, it sounds like we. I mean, again, I keep feeling. Are you say, we're being prepared for something or positioned? And maybe these eclipses are doing that, like some kind of positioning or preparation. I don't know. I'll leave you with that with the question. Yeah, eclipses occur. To rebalance energy, eclipses occur. Eclipses are either breakdown or breakout, breakthrough events for each of us. It, it can be a total breakdown or it can be a breakthrough. And it's because the eclipses, because they're on the lunar nodes, which is really the you know the, the pathway from from the past to the future. The, the eclipses are, are are getting that energy unstuck. The energy that's been stuck is being released. 
and it can and when that energy mm. you know it's like a volcano in a sense an earthquake when that when the ground is shaking you know beneath your feet it's it's frightening and that's what eclipses can do. But when things move, that's when we actually move forward or something happens in our lives which literally propels us forward, um, something that maybe we have kind of wished for, hoped for, or prayed for, uh, or intended. Um, and all of a sudden, it comes to us that something about it comes to us out of left field. We, we, weren't, we weren't, maybe weren't even thinking about it until recently, and all of a sudden, it's just there. Um, or it could be, you know, something, you know, relationship falling apart, somebody who we love passing. Uh, people, you know, people come onto the planet and leave the planet during eclipses. And Donald Trump was born under an eclipse. He's a perfect example. And, and you know, people leave the planet at the same time in, in this, mm-hmm. this uh, four-week period. It's fair, it's, the portals are open. Um, but eclipses, eclipses are necessary. You know, the, the lunar nodes... Our, our, our karmic trajectory from the past to the future. And the past mm. is generally something we accept as written in stone. It's not. It, it's, we, we, the, the past is not something we're stuck with. We, we can often reimagine the challenges of, of the past and recognize how that helped us grow and, and created very positive you know, uh, things in our lives when we worked with it. The future, the future hasn't happened yet. The, the future is a probable future. It's, it's very much uh, my Jane Roberts' Seth material. I don't know if you remember that from back, back in the, the 70s or 80s. But it's, it, it's kind of like the, the, the North Node is kind of like, you know, um, uh, the train, where trains come into a roundhouse and the train can go, you know, turn in different directions from that point. That, that's what the North Node is. It's, 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 it's a probable future. It's been seeded, um, it's been fertilized, but it hasn't been watered and, you know, been given sunlight, so to speak. We, we, have, we, have, we have to nurture, you know, that, that, that North Node uh, potentiality. But it really is all resolved in the present. It, we're talking about the moon. The, the lunar nodes are lunar. Um, so, the, you know, the past, the, the south node is, our, is a composite of our, our past moons, our past emotional natures. And the north node is where uh, our soul is intending us to go. Uh, it's really a soul, a soul uh, uh, destination. But it is through the moon in our current life, the, the, the moon in our natal chart that we're born with, that we resolve both sides of that trajectory, where we, where we mm. rework the past and, and re, re-image it to re- recognize that it's what we needed to move forward and, and to be able to identify the future that really is important to us, that's, that, that is the one that we need and to work towards it emotionally. The, the, our intentions manifest with emotional uh, investment. We we have to invest those intentions with with our emotions, and you know often the the intentions are invested with negative emotions. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. It's not going to happen. Somebody else is going to get that job. You know that kind of stuff. When 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 we can in, in bring you know a, a really strong uh, positive emotional content to those intentions, that's when the manifestations occur. But it's all mm. done through our moon. We have to come to terms with our own emotional nature, our ego. You know, mm. you know, I'm going to come back to ego. Ego is not a bad word. 
Um, e- no. Ego is, is our, strictly our self-image. It's the way we see ourselves. It's, it's, it's the, the lens on the projector of our life force. If, if, if that projector has no lens, it's just, you know, an unintelligible, you know, image on the, on the screen. When we put that lens on it and, and focus that energy, all of a sudden everything becomes clear. So that's what that's what the moon does for us. It's the most conscious part of us because moment to moment it tells us if we're safe or we're in danger. Uh, no other planet tells us anything like that. It's the moon. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's over the, the years I've gotten a, a lot more focus on the moon. I, I don't know. I feel I'm like more my in many ways the moon uh, aspect of 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 being. I, I feel like can really tell a lot and guide us a lot, you know, what's right, right, right. and how. So that's why, the, that's why the lunar nodes are so powerful. Mm. And, that's, and, 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 and that's why eclipses are powerful, because the lunation is occurring on one of the lunar nodes. Yeah. So it's more of the nodes, uh, it's really more of a, of a, I don't know, location, right, or a spotlight, it sounds like, a spotlight on a particular area, maybe? Is that, how would you describe? Um, yeah, I, 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 I think it's, I think it's, um, it's a sketch, I guess is a good way to mm-hmm. do it. It's, and, and it's okay. a sketch that's in, pro, it's a sketch that's in progress. Um, the, south, the south node is, is something that is, you know, really been painted and we feel we're stuck with it in some way but when we go back and look at it a diff- a, 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 you know, from a different perspective all of a sudden we see things that are like hidden in the architecture that we didn't notice before so um, it, it, they're, they're mm, both it's very fluid the, the, the moon waxes and wanes the moon is very fluid it animates and withdraws and and mm-hmm. so so did the nodes in, in a sense they, they, they you know Kind of flesh and you know, move in and out of of, of of awareness. And Daniel, how would you say in interpreting that South Node? There's so many interpretations. Um, I kind of feel you're integrating or bringing it towards the North Node or expressing it in, in in maybe a new way. But what could you share with people about that nodal access of what? To, and especially because now this. Um, Lunar eclipse is on the south node. So, what are we doing with that energy, or what is happening with the south node? I mean, it's some people say, "Oh, you've got to go to the north, go to the north node." But the south node is still present and is is an aspect of us. I guess what's a way to look at that and interpret? We 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 have to embrace it. We we have to come to terms with it and understand what our past was really about. Uh, from an, mm. from we have to get objective with it. We have to bring Uranus in, um, and it happens that um, Uranus is is on, Uranus is on the sun. It's opposite the moon in in, uh, in at this eclipse. So it you know Uranus is our objectivity. It's our higher mind, if you would. It's the ideas and thoughts and inclinations that seem to come out of left field. And most of them we dismiss because we think they're irrational, they're impossible, that's crazy. Um, that's what Pallas Athena does. Pallas Athena is known as the octave transformer. Her, her strategies, her wisdom, she, she can take those seemingly irrational uh, things that come to us through Uranus and pull them down to Mercury 
you know, Uranus is the higher mind. Mercury's the, the lower rational mind. It's, it, he's able to hand them off to Mercury and, and strategize them and make them, you know, into something that, that works. Um, and we all, again, we all have Pallas Athena in our charts. You know, look to see where your Pallas Athena is. And in relationship to your Mercury or Uranus or what house it's in or what sign it's in, and it will, you know, will kind of give you an idea of, of how to work with these things that seem impossible, but yet you're, you know, you're just dying to do them, but it, you, you don't know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. So what do you sense or see what are potentials with the, this um, last part of this Taurus-Scorpio uh, access with the eclipses? And as we go May 5th into that uh, Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse, um, Anything we should, we have a question, any, highlights the next six months, anything, I guess also people, I mean, you need to look at where it's happening in your chart, um, but any thoughts on that or suggestions as, I don't know, preparation or what could be coming up for people individually and or in the collective? Yeah, well, it's a Scorpio moon, so the first thing that we need to do is to take back our power. We have to recognize wow, that we okay. are powerful. We are we are powerful individuals, and that we can we can determine the outcome of what's going to happen to us if if we work with it and we learn how to do it. Um, I think that's the first thing. But a, a full a lunar eclipse is a full moon, and any full moon is about finding balance. It's about reconciling mm-hmm. you know the two ends of those extremes and bringing them together. It's about being flexible, meeting others halfway, becoming you know letting our emotions come from our heart space, not our head space, you know, and, and listening. Uh, uh, it, it's it's the the uh, format of it is, is Aries and Libra. These are the this this full moon is not Aries and Libra, but all full moons are an Aries and Libra archetype. And it's about Libra. It's about listening. It's it's about listening to what others are saying, listening to what our heart is telling us. You know, you know, being open and, and not, you know, not projecting so much, but um, receiving, being receptive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and to find that unity and diversity, and and to allow change to occur with, with that fear of what the outcome would be, to really to let go. To stop straining for some expectation of what should be or what must be or what you know what what what, it, what they think is to just surrender to what is and and go with the flow and and, and be open and, and and just stay in the moment and and you know not worry because it's you know it, it's all working out uh, the, you know the prophecies the, the the Native American prophecies are telling us you know have been telling us for years that that this is coming down. And um, mm-hmm. it, we, we, there, there is a pathway through it, uh, but it's, it's through our heart. Um, and we, we will, we will, each of us will find our individual pathway um, if, we, if we surrender to what our heart is asking us to do and let go of what our head is saying. Uh, that's, that's my take on it. Well, I like that. I like you said unity because it does sound like, again, if we go back to the individual, that we, as individuals we comprise the collective, when you're saying that getting that other listen and get the other point of view and and bring into that unity, so maybe that could be a good focus for people, you know, even the next six months, you know, or even if you can't do it that long, just do for a month, you know, right. um, to try and, to really and you know we be, and, and we become we become who we hang, we become who we hang out with as well. 
So, you know, if you hang out with Fox News, you know, guess who you're going to become? You know, we have, we have to be discriminating in terms of where we put our attention and, and where we put our intentions as well. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. But be willing. Like, I can listen to Fox News and, and I can be okay with it, their, their opinion, you know. Um, some things bring charge. But so does other news. You see, I think it goes back to what you said about listening, being able to listen and find where is the bits of unity. You know, where can we work together like a, like a, a board of directors? You know, there's going to be times that we disagree, but where can we find the common ground? I think that's going to be, I don't know, next steps. I don't know how soon, but I do feel like we can get a jump on that at, and look at the common ground. Where is the common ground? Otherwise, we're going to stay in the, you know, factions. Well, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, you know, because people conglomerate by um, or commune even by what resonates more. Okay. So, you know, you know what the medicine that I prescribe for everybody. Go hmm. out and spend some time. Go out and spend some time where there are no city lights, and just. Just look up at yeah. the wonder of, of, the, of the sky, because it, 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 is, it is more healing. Nature, nature is more healing than any pharmaceutical drug that's you know, valued you know, for whatever, whatever reason. Uh, na- nature is the greatest healer of all, but find some place where there's no city, and it's hard. There's, there's, in, in most major American cities, uh, the lights are on yeah. 24 hours a day. Yeah, and so, artificial so, light. So, you know, Right, so so you know, go out to Yosemite. You know, go someplace where where there's where it's it's dark at night, and it's it's awesome. I mean, it just, yeah. it just you 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 just feel like you're in awe of the of yeah. the wonder of the firmament. Yeah. So true. I I'm, I'm lucky. I have so we don't have a lot of lights where I live, and uh, I remember when I was going to tough time. My my little doggy, which did pass during the eclipse, I knew it was coming. I'm like, no, it's with the cancer Capricorn um, but I would go outside and just look up at like 3 a.m. I'd look up at the stars and just could see the Big Dipper and all you know I would just uh, it was so healing um, gosh and then this past week I was in Anzo or Anza Borrego high desert where there was a lot of stars present so yeah I agree yeah look at the look at the stars just any kind of nature if people can get in can greatly greatly help we, um, we are those we are those stars they're not up in the sky yeah. Michelle they're inside they're inside they're of in us. us they're in oh yes good point Daniel yes so we're looking at this other aspect oh love that the stars yeah that's an important point wow yeah we're them that's inside um you also have just in our we're winding down here let's see uh somebody is saying what if my moon is in cancer sun in libra sounds like i'm in the middle of this murky mixture well it doesn't have to be murky jay styling in the chat <laughs> um yeah it doesn't have to be murky although you got to have little mars touching your the cancer um Daniel, in closing, you also have – tell us a little bit about the Astrological Weather Report and what that is and how people can get that. I know that's something that you do. Um, 
you sometimes post it to Awakenings and the group. I always love when you do. But what is that, and how can people access that? Sure, thank you. It's, it's kind of how I've branded my, my public work. Um, I, I do forecasts uh, sometimes on a daily basis, weekly, monthly, uh, major celestial events. I, I do YouTubes um, on my YouTube channel, and my YouTube address is at Daniel Fiverson. Uh, my my email address is daniel at evolutionaryastrologer.net, and evolutionaryastrologer.net is my website, and I post all of my YouTubes, I post all the videos and all the forecasts that I do. Um, I, I post transcripts of the YouTubes for people who don't want, aren't into YouTube, who don't want to take the time to listen to it. They can just read the transcripts. Um, and and I, I put this I put these this information out there almost on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Um, oh, and wow. I call it the astrolog- call it the astrological weather report because it's how I see you know the the celestial influences is is it's like weather. Um, and, mm-hmm. and you know we 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 check in and you know what's the weather today? What's the temperature going to be? Well, that's kind of what my work is like. Kind of talk about what what is the astrological temperature and what are we looking at. I love that. Now, you also do uh, private um, charts also, right, individual? I, 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 do, I do personal cons- consultations on Zoom. Um, they're 90 minutes long. Uh, you can, again, you can read about uh, my work on my website, evolutionaryastrology.net. There's feedback there from, from clients and their experience with uh, the readings that I have done for them. Um, it, it's a... Uh, there's a, there's a lot of information that you can find out about yourself, and I can help you. It's it's not about me; it's about you. You have to want it. You have to want to learn about it, and I will help you help you learn not only about yourself, but a little bit of astrology along the way. Beautiful. Yay! Okay, God, I've really enjoyed this. Um, come back again. Don't wait so long. This is great. I might have to re-listen to this. Sometimes I re-listen to the podcast uh, that the guests have said while I'm driving around. So I love that, too. The stars are inside us and what you were saying about the unity. Uh, and I never looked at that way also about the moon, that they, that you're getting that Aries-Libra activating that. So I think a lot of people probably be re-listening to this podcast because uh, a lot of good info and insight. So. Thank you, Michelle, for the opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity, honestly. I, I enjoyed it. I always love talking to you. It, it makes me feel uh, just as good as you're feeling. So it, it's, yeah. it's a mutual, admi- mutual admiration society. Oh, I agree. I agree. I took some notes. I le- yeah, learned some uh, things. I, I lo- I'm going to relist because I, I like what you were saying about the um, the unit and seeing different points of view and um, – because I think, like you, looking at that Jungian or the psychological, it's going to be easier for us to do that collectively if we all start doing that individually, you know, in our own lives. Right, right. Yeah, right. I think that's pretty powerful. Right. And then what you said also about the, the well, Pluto, and um, what was the other thing? Pluto, really Pluto is going to be a major player for quite some time. It's about to move into Aquarius. Uh, it's, 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 it's going to go retrograde on Monday. And um, in um, October, it's going to go back into Capricorn until the end of the year. But then next January, it's going back into Aquarius for the next uh, 18 years. So, 18, okay. Well, Wait, now, does it, it doesn't leave, it doesn't well, leave uh, Aquarius in, in this, mu- or this month? It, just, it retrogrades in Aquarius 
and then goes back? Right. It's going to go back into Capricorn in June. In June, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's only zero yeah, and it's degrees. right at that That's critical degree mark, right? Oh my God, that anoretic you know, degree mark. It's right at that. To, to, well, no, the anoretic <laughs> is the is the is the last. The eclipse it's is 20. anoretic, but but Pluto what is, is at zero it? degrees, which is, Pluto the anoretic degree is the twenty ninth degree It's It's the final. Oh, it's the not final, retrograding. What's it retrograding mode? back to then? It's it's going to go back to about 27 of Capricorn, but it's only oh, okay. got as far as zero degrees of Aquarius, which is like total oh. saturation. Zero, zero degrees, if it was a painter's palette, would be all red without any yellow or blue. It's total saturation of the archetype, but it but it hasn't got. Oh. It's just kind of it's just dipped its toe in Aquarius, yeah. and now it's going to go back. Going to go back. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. So much. Okay. Till next time, uh, thank you so much for being here, and I so enjoyed this, and I look forward to next time. Okay, thank you, Michelle. Thank you. I look forward to it as well. Thank you. Take care. Bye, Daniel. Okay. Namaste. Namaste. All right, Soul Lights, that was Daniel Fiverson. Uh, you can find out more information about him as well as get his astrological weather report. Uh, evolutionaryastrologer.com. Uh, wow, very cool stuff. Um, I think we got to re-listen because there was some nice exchange there, inside information, but uh, he brought up some key points and ways to kind of digest this, these aspects and what to do with them, with the energy of them. So I think pretty powerful. All right, um, as always, I love all of you being here. Uh, also, remember to Soul Insights and Tarot. Um, other ways to connect with me are in the, um, as well as Daniel, are in the description of this podcast. Love for you to subscribe on YouTube to Soul Insights and Tarot and also Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast. Um, yeah, because we are going to be, extending out to that although we people are already listening to the replays there as well all right radiant soul lights as always continue to shine your light share your insights and of course keep awake awakenings broadcast every wednesday 12 p.m pacific time archive shows available on itunes for continued awakened conversations and insights join the awakenings group on facebook And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.